0: And good morning, my friends, Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. I'm more awake than I probably should be. Starting off this uh, post-Thanksgiving week, back to the grind. it be December tomorrow, shit. Listen, I want to let you know that I had a great Thanksgiving, and I hope you did as well seems like it was just yesterday, but it was, God, it be almost a week away pretty soon. Anyway, great food, great togetherness, nice to see some folks I hadn't had in a while, nice to feel as though, um, <clears throat> you know, some sense of normal, normal family interactions, normal gatherings. I think that people are just, just resigned to this whole virus thing, you know, I mean cautious day to day, but certainly a lot less frightened than we were months and years ago at this point in time. vigilant or cautious or whatever you want to adjective you want to put to it. Got this new uh, variant Omicron virus. Now, I'm not trying to make fun of people's names but is this, I'm not I know it's like uh, Alpha Delta Omicron in the Greek alphabet? Is that what we're doing? To name these things? Omicron. It sounds like a fucking transformer or something, you know? Omicron. Cron means fast. I don't know what the fuck Omi means. Anyway, this fucking stupid ass virus. I talked to the, the uh, grumpy old man yesterday, the guy who I describe as the grumpy old man. He was decidedly less grumpy, a little bit. I mean, I asked him about his Thanksgiving, <clears throat> and uh, to which he replied, I didn't have a Thanksgiving. I didn't, you know, my family live with them, they don't even talk to me. They went out, they celebrated with wherever, whoever, and I'm sure they had a conversation with him, but if he's as standoffish as he is with them, or more so than he is when I see him, then they probably figure, fuck it, they're going to stop trying or whatever. (laughs) Maybe they just think that he's happiest on his own. He doesn't want to interact. Anyway, he said he didn't have a Thanksgiving. And I said, listen, man, if I knew that, I would have kidnapped your ass, you know. Which is more a figurative statement than a literal because my wife and mother-in-law would kill me if I brought some miserable fuck to dinner. But it would be the right thing to do. He remarked that uh, he goes, You know, it's one of the reasons why I like coming here, is you actually talk to me. You know, we, we have a conversation. And it's crazy because I've shared the conversations that we have had that involved arguments, and, you know, he brings up politics and he brings up the virus and things. I mean, I'm never heated, heated. I kind of take it with a grain of salt. And by my estimation, I would usually win the arguments or at least come across as logical well there's a thought too that maybe the the talking that he's uh, mentioning and he would like to do so much of with his own family, his own people somebody else this is the way he talks, he argues, right the angry old man this is why I say I gave him that name because he's Oh, he's fiery and angry. And what about these masks? What about this? Well, I told him yesterday. He told me that he he enjoys our conversations and coming to see me and getting help and all that stuff. And I told him that uh, I got to give it to him. He goes, "You're still as new. I know you're scared of all these things, but there's new things." new uh, variant came out today and everybody's all scared and the, it's the government. See, it's about control. It's about money. They're going to have a new booster shot for this now. You see. You'll watch. And I got I to I hand it to him. I'm tired of this fucking shit too. Omicron. We'll call this fucking thing some ridiculous name. How many more Iterations are we going to have of this shit? I know I am a scientific mind and I know about, you know, mutations and <clears throat> I understand a lot of these things. But it's just fucking dumb. You know? People, they it's like somebody keeps rambling on about the same thing. You start to just lose interest in the conversation. That's what's happening, you know. Yes, I'm safe. Yes, I'm vigilant. But, I mean, think about it. How much did you worry if you went to Thanksgiving and had 10, 20 people at the table that you're interacted with throughout the day? Many of them you know, baby boomers and beyond. How much thought did you give it, did they give it to sitting around a table, you know, breathing into the same space, hugging and kissing and all that stuff? I didn't give it much thought. Just like, hey, you know, Thanksgiving, we're supposed to be jovial and and have good conversations and give nice warm hugs and there was a, a newborn there, there was a guy who fought and beat cancer in the past year. I mean, it's it I'm sure there were some folks who were thinking about it. The virus. But I think more probable is that people are just fucking done with this virus. Done thinking about it, done talking about it. And uh done being scared. Tired of paying attention, ready to turn the page, ready to, you know, start a new chapter. Are we going to be, have to be fearful forever? Are we going to be, have to be running scared, playing defense all the time? Or can we fucking take some time to play offense? You know? and <clears throat> passing, uh, passing Planet Fitness, I'm at right here where I'll be going later in the locker room. I overheard, you know, one of the regulars talking to somebody else saying, yeah, you know, all we could do is take care of this body, you know, take care of ourselves and, you know, the rest is up to God, which I understand why people feel like that, you know, whether they have faith or not, so up to chance, up to the universe, up to God, up to whatever you want to call it, you know, we can only do what we can do, don't be foolish, but definitely take care, good care of yourself and you know, try to, you know, eliminate any possibilities of you getting sick while simultaneously having a fucking life, you know, I just got a new, on that note, final COVID note, I, I got a uh, a new order of tests came in, a rapid test, you know, so that way, when the inevitable scare comes through. You can get a quick test. you're not feeling well, make sure that you're in the clear. Not passing around the COVID cooties to anybody else, right? So I'm feeling good. Family's good. Everybody had a great holiday. I hope you did too. I'll tell you that. Shifting gears now. Tell you a nice story. I I, I mentioned this before, probably did an entire podcast episode on this story. So uh, I just ran across this last night as I sat in my little recliner on the sofa, sipped on a beer after eating my dinner a couple minutes before hitting the rack. After a long day where I I felt productive and helped a shitload of people and had a lot of laughs. My last patient of the day, she introduced me to a a band called, the fuck's the name of that band? Gypsy Kings, holy shit, my friends! The Gypsy Kings. My friend jogging. So the Gypsy Kings are a flamenco band. I'm talking like five, six, seven. Who knows how many uh, Latin American people. Maybe Mexican. I don't know where's flamenco music come from. Is it Spain? It's definitely a Spanish thing. Spanish, Latin. They're fucking strumming on these, you know, rhythmically strumming very quickly on these acoustic guitars. It's got such a. It's it'll alter your fucking mood, man. It'll it'll put you stick your hair and fucking put lead in your pencil. It'll damn. St- stand your hair up on end. It's quite the experience. So the last patient of the day, now I enjoy my time with this person. She's funny. She's interesting. As well. But I, she reminded me of this music she introduced to me just a couple weeks ago. The Gypsy King. Check this out. It'll make you feel good. It'll it'll lift you up. It'll boost your fucking mood. It'll add a little fucking it a catalyst of energy to your day. I should play it right now. Let's see if I can do this simultaneously. You might appreciate it. Gypsy Kings, Gypsy Kings, Gypsy Kings, you fucking idiot. Well, you can imagine what it would be like. It's a great friggin' band, and she said she saw them live a few times. I would love to do that because they just fucking get you moving. Imagine like you're in some, you're down in Mexico on vacation, and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're like walking through town, and there's all of a sudden a band, like a bunch of like a mariachi band, something like that, and they're playing. And they're just fucking strumming along and singing so passionately. Like the music is coming out of their pores. As much as their music. Their instruments, rather. Their vocal cords. It's like it's medicinal. It's... It tickles a part of your brain... It needs to be massaged, needs to be tickled, needs to be stimulated, and then fucking jacks you up, listen to it right now, it's 7am on a fucking Tuesday, and it'll fucking get you going, get you charged, I'm going to do it for my morning lecture. finals today, you know, finals at Gwynedd Mercy University, my final finals, before I stop teaching there, at least for a while, need a fucking break, no amount of flamenco guitar music would uh, revive me from the, you know, the reality that I need to continue to jam one more thing into my day, into my life, that's a compulsion I have in case you haven't figured it out, I like to do many different things of many different interests, and it makes me an interesting person, and it fulfills my need for creativity and flow, makes life interesting, but I can't do it all well, not anymore, and so I don't want my performance to suffer. The students will. It hasn't. It hasn't, believe me. But the students only stand to lose. So I need a little break. I'm going to step away. And uh, I'll remain teaching at my other institution. Just one little part-time gig that I can handle remotely, by the way. And then I'll revisit it down the road when I'm closer to retirement. Maybe five, you know, not five, 20 years from now, 15, 20 years from now, maybe I'll revisit it. We'll see what the state of education is. We'll see what, if physical colleges, universities actually still exist, because I'm convinced all this stuff is going online, and when it does, I'll have quite the resume, and I'll revisit it. Maybe at that time, I'll be ready to throttle back from being Doctor O. Who the hell knows? So check out those Gypsy Kings. Give yourself a little boost. It actually would be beneficial to all, right? Because if we all... Well, you watch. I'm going to put this on before I start my morning lecture is our final content area of the endocrine system. So glands and hormones, very interesting stuff. And very wide um, implications of this because hormones, nerves and hormones, the neuroendocrine system is what makes it all happen. Coordinates our every action, all of our cells, tissues, organs, and systems. Are mediated by it, the neuroendocrine system. <clears throat> so it's important. But it's my last content area in lecture, and I'm testing them out of lab today. So by one thirty, two o'clock this afternoon, I will have finished, completed my my. Uh, Teaching at this institution. Okay. Talk about that. Talk about the fricking Omicron. Talked about Gypsy Kings. I had a young lady come in yesterday. She's very busy, very ambitious young lady. Came in with her mom. They canceled. They rescheduled. They canceled. They rescheduled two and three times. It finally wound up on the schedule. I got to meet her. I didn't know what to think, of it, honestly. I didn't know what to think. Because of that. I'm like, oh, how serious are these folks about this? They were wonderful. I knew the mom. I had taken care of her. Very nice person. And uh, met, the, met the daughter. So she was very cool. And one of the things that was stated was that Very stressed out, and that holds a lot of that in her physical body, which we all can say. So I didn't mean to, without slighting her situation. uh, You know, I basically said, "Show me somebody who's not doing this." Called being somatic or psychosomatic is when our often emotional stresses, but chemical. Mental, emotional, physical stresses. We'll store them in our physical body. It's like a storehouse, like a hard drive for all this shit. So. just thought an adjustment might help liberate it. And she was right. She was so comfortable on the table. She was so nice, had a nice conversation. into sports and writing, and seems to be a great student and a nice person. My point about all this is, uh, yes, it's an example. I said, you know, you're into sports. I know you're hard on yourself, you know, you know that, imagine like the greatest athlete ever, Serena Williams, uh, you know, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, uh, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, I don't know, trying to do like a, hit both genders here. I bet you they're harder on themselves than any coach or any fan or any anybody could be on them incredibly hard on themselves, and that's part of their success, right, the key to their success is that they have a a strong work ethic, they're driven, they're obsessed with what they do, and that helps them be successful, that and some good genetics and shitload of training, discipline, I think all of them would tell you that, you know, they're terribly stressed terribly hard on themselves. And so, in short, what you're feeling is not going away. It's not going away. Not completely. You have to make it an ally. There are always times when you get overwhelmed. But the body's ambition to find homeostasis, you know, some sort of balance in our lives, and so we need to do, our body will help guide us, sometimes, Mm -hmm. hopefully not, but our body will help guide us, you know, by basically... Exhausting us, you know, coming to a, a dead end, coming to a, an impasse where. Excuse me. <coughs> Thank you. If you say, it, God bless you, I appreciate it. The body reaches a state of exhaustion, physically, mentally, whatever, spiritually. system will adjust you back on course. You know, help you find your balance again by releasing various hormones from glands that are going to help processes, you know, basically to right your ship, give you an even keel again. But hopefully we won't have to hit bottom before, with stress or with whatever, before we can come back to balance. So it was a nice interaction with this young lady. We laughed, we talked. She was very interesting, very ambitious, very hard on herself. Me too. It's like somebody who's a somebody who's a doctor, or somebody who's a you know who you think that wow, obviously you're accomplished. You know, you're a doctor. You got your own practice. You got done this, that, and the other thing, or, or you're a sports figure are fucking Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Venus Williams, Uh, Simone Biles, think they're hard on themselves, <laughs> you know, fucking hey they are, so don't be so hard on yourself, or at least know that you're in good company, I think that's what I got for this morning's podcast, I'm going to tell you a nice, nicer story this afternoon when I leave here, what's up man, how you doing today, very well, alright you too, Alright, so what I'm going to do now is um, I'm going to head over to the lab and I'm going to set up our lab exam and then I'm going to fucking cruise right over to lecture, kick ass in that. And then I'm going to kick ass, execute. In other words, complete the Gwinnett Mercy Mission. I can do it. You can do it. We can do it. Griffins. (laughs)